Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing, too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it, well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Welcome to Thursday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Okay, Amy, what happened? So I'm at the UPS store, and there's a long line, about 10 people-ish. And this woman walks in and just goes straight to the front. Her entire- She worked there? She was like- No, oh. she was a customer. And I'm at this UPS store all the time. Was she in line already? And then no. she went- Oh. But her vibe was- she, I started to think, like, did I miss something? Right. Was she here? And, like, someone was holding her place because her vibe when she walked in was like, I'm more important than all of you, and here I go. <laughs> and so she straight up goes to the front and acts like that. I am not the type of person to say anything, so I don't. But there's a man in line, and he says something. <laughs> yes. And he called her out, and he was like, ma'am, there's, we have all these people in line. I mean, but she ignored him and did her thing and got done what she needed to get done. She went ahead and did everything? Yeah, like it did not phase her. Almost to where I started to think like is she delusional and living in her own world? But I was cringing for the guy. I cringed for her, but then I cringed for the guy that called her out cuz that's just not in my personality to do that. So it just got me curious like what y'all would do in that situation. I'm not a big conflict guy unless it really needs it. Then I have no problem with it. I'm that whole Instagram. I'm an eight, which is a challenger, obviously. Yeah. But if somebody cuts line, that's the ultimate line. It's the ultimate sign of disrespect because you are saying that your time is more important than their time. Now, it's different if somebody comes in and goes, 
hey, I got a kid out in the car. I, would you mind if I cut? Or at the airport, I'm about to miss my flight. Yeah. Well, go on through. I've been there. Come on through. And I'm always mad at people who don't let them through. That being said, if you're just a cutter, I hate you. That's all. I hate wow. you. Yeah, I hate you. That's absolute disrespect in you thinking you are better than other folks. And I will say something. Only two real reasons I'll say something. Cutting a line, people talking to the movies. Because again, you think your time space is so much more important than everybody else's that you can run everybody else's experience because you got something you want to say out loud. So I've thought I would get beat up a couple times in the movies. <laughs> Shh. Hey, we're trying to watch a movie. And, and I'm all big shot. And me, I'm like, oh, I'm about to get beat up. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, I would have said something. Oh, yeah. And I don't often go, I would have definitely said something. But for sure. Once we were at Zara in the mall, somebody cut in front of Caitlin and I. And that line is long. It's long. There's never and a time it takes when the forever. line is short. And we are in there. And I don't even care if you have clothes. And let's say Caitlin and I are together and she has a bunch of clothes. And she gets in line and puts them with my clothes. And this is now one pile. We're together. I don't mind that. That's my favorite thing. But I don't mind that. And I'm not going to call you out for that because you're together. But this person let like their friend get in line with them with a separate pile of clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, come on, get in line with me. No, 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 no. I said, hey, that same same ticket? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> same ticket. <laughs> are y'all in the same building? And they were like, they didn't even answer me because they didn't know what I was talking. And I was like, yeah, you guys there. Are you guys together, paying together? And they're like, no, no, no. I said, well, there's no cutting in line. And then I heard a guy behind me go, yeah. <laughs> he just backed you up. <laughs> well, it made me feel good because I thought, in case I was about to get beat up by these early I mean- 20 girls that he had my back. And they were like, oh, sorry, we didn't know. And they walked back. You knew. And they knew. They knew. They definitely knew. Well, I'm, sa- I'm sad, though, that she got to go in and do all that. Well, I don't, it didn't really, like, affect my day that much. It's mm-hmm. like one person. But I just, when the guy called her out, I was like, ooh. I like that. And it did yeah. nothing. I like that. It did nothing. It did not, I think she I, was You know what delusional. I would have said something to? I would have said something to the person at UPS. Like, whoa, 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 sir. She did cut no in line. No way. Oh, I, Amy, there's only that two is, times I'll do that. that. ultimate tattle tell. Okay, no. I'm standing up for everybody else in line with us. Okay. Justice, American way. That's my superpower. (laughs) All right, let's go and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife and I have a one-month-old child. We have decided it would be cheaper on us for her to stay home and take care of our daughter since daycare is so expensive. I've got a new job. I work 60 hours a week so she can take care of her kid, which I'm greatly appreciative of. But it seems when I come home, nothing is done. (laughs) I understand that a baby's a lot to take care of and it's a hard job, but is it a little too much to ask for for the house to be decently picked up? Mm -hmm. She's just just sitting on the couch every day when I come home and when I ask her what she's done all day, she has trouble coming up with things. I know this sounds petty. But I work a manual blue-collar job, and I'm exhausted when I come home. What can I do? Thank you for your advice. Sincerely, a tired husband. All right, Lunchbox, I hear you over there making noises. Oh, man, I feel you. I feel you. Because my wife, she's, oh, our house is so messy. Well, guess what you're doing all day? She stays at home with the kid. Go ahead and clean. Um, I'm busy. The kid's so hard. Well, you watched three episodes of Law and Order. I feel you. <laughs> this guy, hey, I might as well wrote, wrote this email. Did you? Just <laughs> that lunchbox? I mean, whoa, Except for man. minus the blue collar because you're not a tired husband. And you don't work 60 hours That's a week, true. bro. I mean, because yeah. I tell you what, I, I just don't understand how the house is so messy. 
Which you got all day. Why are you yelling? What are you born in San Francisco? All day. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, this was like speaking to me. Why? Well, what does she say if you say that to her? Oh, it's just, it's just the baby was fussy, and it's so hard with the baby around. And do you believe her? Some days, but not every day. The baby ain't fussy every day. Guess what? Baby take a nap. Uh-huh. Baby what take would, two nap. What would you baby like? take three nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What would you tell him then? I tell him, look, man, you tell her, hey. I understand it's hard with a baby, but guess what? You want to trade positions? I guarantee you the house will be cleaner if I was home. You go work 60 hours a week. See how tired you are. So that's what you say to your wife. And and has it, have you fixed it? Man, some days. Some days it's like, <laughs> yo, dish is still here. They ain't getting done. Can you imagine living with Lunchbox? He's the dirtiest person we know. Yeah, he's pretty dirty. So, okay, you have only fixed it somewhat. Somewhat. Dude, it's almost impossible because they'll all, they'll, they'll use that baby excuse for the rest of your life. That's what they'll throw. Oh, well, you take care of a baby. Yeah. Guess what? When the baby gets a little older, she'll be sipping margaritas by the pool. And they say, oh, so I couldn't clean because the baby, you know, wanted to go swimming. Oh, so busy. Yeah, yeah. Very emotional right now. Yeah, Man. Fired up. Okay. So your final advice to him is what? Just keep, stay on her. Okay. Stay on her. <laughs> and just know that that baby's going to get thrown in your face all the time. Okay. Let's I didn't, okay. And now, okay, we're good there. <laughs> so your advice is stay on her. Amy. No, I, I, nothing that Lunchbox has said. I'd say have a little compassion and grace and understanding. I don't know the dynamics of their relationship, but I don't know if the baby cries in the middle of the night. Who's getting up? Mm-hmm. Like, is she getting adequate rest? Is she, does she have different hormones running through her body? Cause she's a new mom. Like there's all kinds of things that could be going on and you need to check in with her and comfort her. What if she's got some real stuff going on and it's like, sorry, the last thing I want to do is clean up after you. Yeah. That's okay. what I would say. Eddie, <laughs> I would find a nicer way to say, stay on her. Like, <laughs> like Thank you. I, I think he, what he's saying is true. You know, I mean, that is part of oh my God. the duties of staying home. Like, Stop. It is. I don't. I don't want to sound old fashioned. Why can't you no, go home and help? Because they and both do, do. They sound so. I can't I even listen to them talk right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, but let's listen. Go ahead, Eddie. It's your turn to talk. Uh, the only reason I say this is because l- recently we have gone through this where we had to change roles a little bit. My wife is now working full time. So guess what? I get home around two o'clock and I've got to pick up the slack. And you're not laundry. home at two. You're still here at two. Not most <laughs> most days. Go ahead. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> so I I understand what it's like to not get help or you know or to stay home all day and, and do all the job while while I'm working. So I understand his frustration that he gets home, he's been working all day, and it's dirty still. What should he do? He needs to talk to her. And say what? And say exactly <laughs> say how he's her. feeling. Okay. He's got to say exactly what and he's then feeling. And she says, you don't know what it's like to have to, it's a baby. And I say, and I would say, if, if I didn't have to work for nine hours a day or whatever, it was this blue collar, strenuous job, I would help you. I would try my best. And he can pitch in and do one thing here and, here and there, but for the most part, he's got to tell her, I'm really tired. I need you to pick up the slack. Amy, final thoughts. I just, I do think couples need to meet each other where they are. And I think there's a certain percentage of like, hey, what can you bring to the table today to where we can like get this done? But they're, they're, we just, we're getting Cliff's Notes version here in this email. And without knowing really what's going on with her, I just feel bad saying a blanket statement of like, you need to really pitch in around here. Like I would sit down with her and be like, hey, Clearly something's going on and there's some, maybe there's some big feelings here. How can we unpack this and how, how can we come up with a solution and work together to come up with a plan? Yeah, I think you both need to just write the chores down and split them. There we no, go. No, no, there ain't no split. Not, split. That, 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 that's it. You maybe not home. 50-50, but no, split No, no, 50-50. It. Oh my God. Yeah, it's that's not, it. Uh, this whole, this is just part of the deal of you being a stay-at-home mom. No, she's, uh, 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 okay. This is, thank you all for your input.
We're split. Uh, to, to the emailer, good luck. Ugh. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Thank you for emailing the show. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Amy, what did you see? Well, so I was in line at the grocery store, and the guy ahead of me was just in a bad mood. Like, he just was frustrated, grumpy. You could tell he wasn't hiding it from anybody. And what I saw was the cashier just speak into him and offer him, like, therapeutic advice. And she just said, you know what? Well, what was happening with the guy? I, I I'm no assuming idea. it was a guy. All grumps are guys. It, it was a man. <laughs> yeah. He was older. He just clearly was having a bad day and was very frustrated and he was grumpy and he was just irritated and he's like, no, that's not mine. This is like, he's just rude. It was a a lunchbox, was it? (laughs) It sounds like it. That that impression sounded like lunchbox. (laughs) No, it wasn't. But she spoke into him and I was like, oh, look at her. She has an opportunity to encounter so many people every day when she's checking them out at the grocery store. And I I Googled what she said right away because I was like, "Is is that a famous quote? And then I wrote it down and she said to him straight up, I hope your day gets better. And remember, every day may not be good, but there's something good in every day. And so she was encouraging him to find the good in the day because clearly he could not see anything positive around him. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's from originally from Alice Morris Earl, and she's from the late 1800s or something. But Classic. I used to love her. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so remember, <laughs> every day may not be good, but there's something good in every day. Did the guy accept it? Like, was he like, I think oh, he was cool. like sort of caught off guard. I, I think mean, he, what I heard was he walked into one of those heel clicks to the side. He <laughs> was like, that's that's great news. A click. And he had I'm a, happy. And he had a wonderful day. I hope it resonated with yeah. him when he got into his car. He was like, oh, you know what? I don't need to like be rude to people and I need to look for the good. And it, even if you are having a bad day, it doesn't give you the right to just you know, be rude to people at the grocery store. And you could hear that and go, well, that's a corny saying. Because you know what? It is corny, but it's lovely. And sometimes we just need to be reminded. We already know that, right? We know that. Yes. We're told, fine. The-. But sometimes it's just good to hear it and be reminded, even if it is corny. And go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I sh- my, my focus is off. I should find something good. I should have gratitude for something when normally I don't. Heck, I don't. Some days I go like, oh. 20 years. Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you thought I was going to say a day. Nope. Like, <laughs> I'm go 20 years, and I'll just be like, dang it, all these things did not go my way. Either I was born into it or I, I created it. But there's so many things that we don't appreciate because they happen for us in a positive way. We almost just assume they should happen instead of appreciating that they do. It's like judging someone's intentions and actions. We judge other people on actions. We judge ourselves on intentions. And that ain't quite fair. That ain't quite fair how we judge others by actions and us intentions. We know, wow, I'm meant to do it. I felt this way, so I'm mm-hmm. going to give myself a pass. But we don't judge other people like that. We're like, what did they do? So just a little check-in. I think that's a good – I liked it. I liked it too. I yeah, liked, liked that it. it was from you know cashier to customer. And I wonder how many people she's impacted because clearly she's someone that cares about her job and her interactions with other humans. And I just thought it was a special moment. And I have gratitude – for being able to witness it and also having that reminder for myself, not to ignore like if I'm having a bad day, but how to manage it and find something positive somewhere, not like in a toxic positivity type way by any means, but it's just a good reminder. Yeah, and I can't wait to use it customer to cashier and see how that flows. <laughs> oh, right back at it. Because sometimes uh. they're a little sour that their day's long. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been there. I used to work at Hobby Lobby. And people pull up, they got return. Oh, I don't want this. Oh, you already beeped that. Uh, it's... Oh, no, it's not the right mm. color. Uh, and I'm like, what's wrong? Could you just shop? <laughs> Could you just do it? And then 
No, you know what? They were probably just having a colorblind day, like yeah, myself. That's probably. right. All right, so good story, Amy. I appreciate that. And I think we'll just we'll split from there. Everybody take a breath. Lunchbox, when you hear that, what, how does that make you feel? Because I feel like, I think you're a nice guy. I think you're obnoxious, but people will ask, is he really like that on the, off the air? And the answer is yes, but I think we see just a big version of that because you're performing a little bit. When she says that, what do you think? Annoyance. I'm and- like, I don't need your advice. Hmm. Like, just let me get my groceries and get out of here. Like, you don't need to preach to me about the world and what's going on in the world and how the world's a better place and it's a good place to be here and I can find something good in every day. Like, I don't, you don't need to be reminded of no, that at all. No, I don't, need to, I don't need you to be a philosophy major. Mm. I was going to say a big philosopher, but I didn't know one, so. Uh, Socrates. Oh, that's the one. Descartes. Who? Aristotle. Plato. Mark Twain. Wow. There's, I mean... There's a, a lot, lot of them. Yeah, you could use any. Yeah, of I just don't need any of those. I don't need quotes from the 1800s. Just, you don't want inspiration. Just say, from hey, anywhere? your total's this. Do you want paper or plastic? Let's move on with my life. All right. <laughs> there you have it. Some people are like lunchbox. Yeah, yeah. they're just fine. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. That's what I say. You say that, or I said that and you liked it? Yeah, that's more like that it. one. Right. I think yeah. someone else started that, guys, honestly. All right. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. So up near D.C., there's a woman named Maybell who just celebrated her 82nd birthday. And then after that, the day after her birthday, she walked across the stage to graduate from the University of Maryland Global Campus. She got her bachelor's degree in business management. She's going to use that degree in her event planning business, which, by the way, she's been running since 1994. She is a retired nurse. She's been recognized multiple times for her involvement in her community. In 2012, she was awarded the Howard County Lifetime Achievement Award. And then I could just go down all the awards she's been given. And now that she has her degree, she says the sky is the limit. And she also wants to be an example to others to just do what you want to do. Don't let age hold you back. Don't let anything hold you back. Here's a clip of Maybell saying what her mantra is. I feel excited. I feel accomplished. And I just feel that I have followed my dream. And one of my mantras is, it's never too late to follow your dream. Love it. One of her mantras. She has many mantras. <laughs> I mean, she's 82nd walking across a graduation stage. I just want to be 82 and walking. Right. Just Anywhere. walking. Don't care. across. <laughs> just walking. That's an awesome story. Maybell, that is amazing. And that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's the battle of generations. Let's play elder versus millennial. Eddie. Come on. These are questions that Morgan will probably know the answer to, to her being over 10 years younger than you. What does the acronym HMU stand for? If I texted you, HMU. And I will quickly text HMU sometimes. HMU. Have my underwear? Well, <laughs> not to you. I Question wouldn't mark? text that. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is a chance you could have my underwear, right? Yeah. There's always if a I'm chance. If I'm being honest, yeah. Um, have my underwear is your answer. That's mm-hmm. incorrect. Yeah. Morgan, HMU stands for what? Hit me up. Hit me up. Oh. oh. Yeah. Like, okay, hey, if you want to reach out, HMU. That's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not hair and makeup. It is not. All right, here we go. Elder versus millennial. <laughs> they get three questions each. Up first, he's the dad of four. Mm. I call him the Hispanic who don't panic. He drives a Jeep with four big old wheels. And lately, he's been spending too much time shooting Instagram reels. <laughs> That's right. It's hey! producer Eddie, everybody. Yeah! All right. Question number two, Eddie. A Thousand Years by Christina Perry was a song used in the soundtrack 
in what movie franchise? And here is a clip. Twilight. Right at it, huh? That's my friend Paul's uh, wife. wife. I know, crazy, huh? <laughs> kind of helps is out. Correct. All right, Eddie. This show premiered on the Disney Channel in 2007. Here is the theme song. What's the name of this show? Well, you know everything's gonna be a breeze. There will no doubt justify the means. You can fix any problem with the slightest of ease. Yes, please. But you might find out. Wow. That sounds like Selena Gomez. Who? That's not her. No, who? Selena Gomez. What I say? That's what I say. Yeah. Selena, it's, it's like Selena Gomez. <laughs> Selena Gomez. Yeah. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. That's correct. Shut up! Yeah. Wow! Finally, finally after got all it. these years. How did you know that? I didn't. I think Mike was trying to slip that one in. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I was hoping. I tried not to smile, Mike, on that one. All right, now she'll Let's get three go. questions. His opponent. She runs all of our digital. She's from the city of Wichita, knowing geography's her only flaw. <laughs> that's a big one, too, huh? Yeah, that's a pretty big it's one. It's Morgan number two. Yeah. Eddie, how old are you? 43. Morgan, you are? 28. Morgan, three questions. Released in 1992, what arcade game allowed players to battle opponents in one-on-one matches with deadly consequences? Here's one of the characters, Scorpion's catchphrase. Get over here! What game has this sound in it right here? Get over here! Gosh, I do not know. I like I can picture some like battle of some kind, but oh, like Flasher. Uh, maybe uh, it's not Pac-Man. I know Pac-Man. It's not Zelda. Maybe it is Zelda. Ah. Answer, Morgan. Clash of the Titans. Never heard of it. All right, Eddie. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Correct. Yes. <sighs> yes. Thanks. I haven't thought about Zelda though in a long time. So <laughs> yeah. thank you, Morgan, for that. In the gold tape. That's a good one. Morgan, what '80s movie starred Kevin Bacon and is about a city teenager who moves to a small town where rock music and dancing have been banned? Footloose. Footloose, it is. Yes. There you yeah. go. Love here's, that movie. Here's a clip. Of Footloose. Hit it. Now I gotta cut loose. All right, for the tie, Morgan. Okay. This is a clip. It's a catchphrase from what cartoon character? Eat my shorts. <laughs> That's it. That's all I get. He's saying, eat, eat my, my shorts. Eat my shorts. Cartoon character. You have to get it to tie. So if you miss it, Eddie wins. Come on. Eat my shorts. A cartoon character. I don't get a year from that one. It's a very famous saying in line. It was so famous, I had a t-shirt, and it had this character on it, and there was a bubble, and it said, eat my shorts, and you would have thought that I was saying curse words in church. <laughs> I went, they were like, I can't believe you had that shirt on. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was going to watch it. Morgan? South Park? Mm. No, and we're looking for the exact character. Eddie? You're looking for the character? Yeah. That's Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Oh. I'm Bart Simpson. Who the, are you? Come on, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, that means with a 3-2 score, Whoa. our older, wow. elder, Eddie Winnings. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, Eddie. Thank you, man. Thought we'd get that Wizards of Waverly Place out of the way. Well, what, the, the bad thing, though, is now that's going to be gone. It's like, you won't use that one again. You never know. You can still give it a try. You never know. What's my number one pet peeve, Amy? Being late. Yeah. 
if you have to be late occasionally because something happens, I understand that. Sometimes life happens. However, if you're late and it's just because you didn't put in the effort or you did, that's on you. And that means you think your time is more valuable than everybody else's in this room. We have a rule on this show. If you're one minute late, you might as well not come to work because, well, Eddie, you think you're more important than Ray? He got here on time. No, I don't. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody's been late in like two years. However, occasionally someone will go, hey, Eddie, go, hey, my kid's got an issue, got it to school. They'll tell me that like two hours before. I'm like, great. If you're a little late, that's okay. Two hours. I can't lie about that. Right. So I don't like late. If somebody's having a party, like for example, Amy said parties at her house. And she's like, all right, we're all coming over. We'll start at 7. What time do I get there? Early. Like? Before 7. Oh, like yeah, that's true. that's true. And then it's awkward. <laughs> You're the first one there. And then he just sits there. <laughs> you don't even help. Well, I don't want to be late, you know? So I do. I, I go up and like, there's nobody here. Mm-hmm. And Amy's like in a robe. Uh, hey, I'm here. And so I can also leave earlier, too. But also, like, going to an event with you. I've been, we were going to something for work one time. And I ended up riding with you, and you were there so early that I we I just asked you if we could please just go drive somewhere and park for a second before we pulled up because there was no reason for us to get there early. It would have been awkward because it was like fancy and we would have we were already out of place. So it was like, can yeah, we, we just, just go like wait? parked down the road. And yeah, we parked from it was, and we waited. It was weird. We just talked. What y'all talk about? Well, I, mean, I don't I, even remember. I, I don't just, like being late. Probably. <laughs> I just remember being like, we're, "Let's go park somewhere really quick because this is weird." <laughs> so, how late should you be to a party? That's the question. Okay. Uh, if the party's at seven, Amy, what time do you get there? Ah, uh, seven fifteen. That's okay. Eddie, seven thirty. Oh, that's too late. Oh, Lunchbox, seven no. twenty. Well, if the party's at 7, you should get there at 738. Wow. 38 minutes. It says you won't be the first one there, and that's good. But you won't come in awkwardly after things are really rolling. So it's a 38-minute theory. Uh, I like the five-minute early theory. <laughs> the awkwardness. Yeah, 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 I like that one. Uh, something else I wanted to mention. I was looking at my window yesterday, and I saw a cardinal fly over and land on, like, the pole. And red I thought, one? Well, yeah, I mean, aren't they? They're red and brown. Red? Yeah. Well, I saw a cardinal and I said, wow, I wonder if that's Amy's mom. Yeah. You thought that? I don't think her mom's in a cardinal, but I did go, well, because Amy thinks her mom, who's not with us anymore, is in a cardinal, a bird. So. I don't know that I really think she's in the bird, but it is like, yes. Whenever I see a cardinal, I say, hey, mom. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And and so I was driving, and a cardinal landed, like, I don't know, down. There's a two-lane road opposite traffic, and the car coming the opposite way hit the cardinal, and it died. (gasps) No. I didn't want to make, I don't even want to say, did you go, bye, mom? (laughs) (laughs) I know. But it was, it was like, oh, okay, well, rest in peace, cardinal, a.k.a. mom. And then now I've been thinking. mom was that cardinal. No. Okay. Not that one. But Not I, that one. No but, way is that one. That, but that I wonder, I feel like, like my dad has shown up as a blue jay and they're just like, sometimes a cardinal and a blue jay show up and it's like, oh, wow, you know, my parents were divorced, but I'm like, look at them now, you know, like hanging out. You know, the other day a blue jay <laughs> ran into my window and I don't know if it made it oh, at my house. Do they have any like, Why are, are, you... are like crows or uncles? Like is every <laughs> no, bird? No, they don't. Who's Crow. a buzzard? Well, actually crows are quite smart. We, they no get a bad reputation. Weren't. No, no one said they Pros. weren't. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> I just think it's funny she 
Says, well, look at these two birds. They're back together. Well, yeah. no, I you just, it's just a thought. But you, when I said that, you looked at me like I was crazy town. Because you went, my mom and dad are back together. They're good for yeah. me. No, it's just <laughs> two a, birds. It's just a thought. But anyway, the cardinal died right in front of my face. And I didn't know if that's like a warning, trying to tell me something, like be on guard. It's watch out for cardinals when you're driving because you might smash into one. Yeah. That's the warning. Yeah, that's the warning. And you could wreck. Okay? Okay. I'm going to play a little love song for the, <laughs> for the cardinal and the blue jay that Amy saw in her yard. <laughs> this is a voicemail from Lauren in North Carolina. Remind Lunchbox that a lot of major actors started in very small roles before they became big actors. So he shouldn't be so selective on the roles that he chooses. Um, a lot of big actors actually did indie movies uh, before they got major motion pictures. Uh, so just something to think about. Yeah, Lunchbox turned down a role in a little movie, a little spaghetti western, because he didn't want to go to Chillicothe, Ohio. Well, guys, it wasn't me. My agent said it wasn't best for my career. So, yes, you're right. We have to be selective when you're getting a movie role. You want to make sure it's the right part for you. I feel like sometimes on this show doing the old Zach Morris timeout <laughs> and then just like talking to our audience. Yes. Like, hey, guys, Lunchbox okay. doesn't have an agent. It's really him. It's really him. <laughs> Time in. You know, because he would pause everything. He'd be like, Morgan, did you ever see Zach Morris pause? Uh, yeah. Time? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like sometimes you guys are talking and I'm like, well, this is obviously bull crap. Time out. <laughs> uh, here's Joni from Pittsburgh. I just want an update from Amy on the Green Life meeting for her sister's show, Building Roots. I want to know if they had the meeting yet, and do we get to look forward to a second season? Any update, Amy? No updates. I don't know that the the Green Light meeting has happened. I thought it was in a couple weeks, but it might be in the month of June, so maybe we'll know more then. Okay. Thank you for that. Amy's sister has a show on HGTV called Building Roots. And if you're flipping through and you see Amy... No, that's her sister. Oh, yes. They look that much alike. <laughs> Multiple people yeah. DM me. They're like, it's so crazy. There's this girl on HGTV. She looks just like you. And I love her flying. Yeah, that's my sister. Mm. <laughs> Finally, here's Christy from Virginia. Question. Do we think Eddie's sadness comes from the crying doll being burned in his fire pit? Just a thought. Ooh. Have a good day. Eddie has been down. Interesting. To the point where he's like, guys, I'm just sad. And... You know, we're organizing some therapy for him, like all seriousness. And I think you have the right to feel that way. Not you, just generally anybody. Sure. You sh- there are times where you feel this way. And when you do, you try to find that rope to pull yourself out. Sometimes it's a quick rope. Sometimes it's not. But as long as you're pulling, you're working. That's all you can ask for. Now, we've got a new wrinkle here, the haunted doll. Do you think it could be bringing sadness? Because if you remember... When Lunchbox put it in his house, his wife was like, I just feel sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember that. And I put all the blame on kind of just the chaotic environment in my house. I feel like all day is just a struggle all day. But man, I wasn't really feeling sad before he burned the doll at my house. And I wouldn't think it was just the doll, but his wife also felt like this heavy sadness when the doll was in her house. Well, because the doll had a tear in its eye, which is like part of its, mm-hmm. I guess, spell or whatever. So I don't believe in that crap. I really don't. But the coincidence is crazy. So, thank you. By the way, if you want to have a question for us and you can't get through, call our voicemail line, 877-77-BOBBY. Easy peasy. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A guy in California built a remote control air horn to blast every time his neighbor's dog barks. And here's a clip of it in action. Dog zapper, 2000. <laughs> Well, the dog feels like he's got a buddy, right? So the dog's talking back. It's, you know what? I don't hate that. I would, this is me thinking out loud and thinking on the the spot here. I think the dog gets 10 to 12 free barks 
a day or an hour because it's a dog, right? And then once they hit that threshold, horn away because that's the neighbor needing to know that that's annoying and I'm going to pay you back with annoyance. Right. Like dog is going to dog and a dog is going to bark some and that's okay. But I think that's hilarious. I thought it was going to be meaner than that. Oh, so you think it's clever? Yeah, I like oh, it. Oh, I feel like it's cruel to all the other neighbors that hey, have to hear the that air neighbor, horn. Then that neighbor, the neighbor's fault with the dog. Calm your dog down. Because, yes, a dog can bark, and it should get a few free barks. I feel like the horn's just making the dog bark more. It is, so. and, it, and st- <laughs> still, it goes back to the neighbor. For sure, the dog's barking back. He's right. like, huh, what up, horn? Huh? Yeah, me too. All right, what else? Uh, so the top causes of foodborne illness have been put out by Huffington Post because Memorial Day is coming up, a lot of summer barbecues, and the top reason is Salmonella. your friends. No, your friends. Oh, don't wash their hands. Exactly. What? Germs from your friends. This is the number one they call risky behavior. If your friends don't wash their hands properly or sanitize them frequently, then boom, you're asking for a foodborne illness. Well, I'm asking for it because none of these knuckleheads wash their hands. <laughs> I try to remember. You to fake wash it my sometimes. Hands. Sometimes. Yeah, Lunchbox never even fakes it. At least I admire him for I that. I saw Lunchbox the other day just get the napkin and not wash his hands he, at all. He gives it a dry run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's called a dry rub. Yeah. What else, Amy? Another thing to look out for is food being left out in the sun too long because food that is supposed to be kept hot should be kept hot. It's food that's supposed to be kept cold should be kept cold. So don't leave it sitting out. And I'm like, I'm the worst at this. I, I call leave, it sun cooking. I leave food out all the time. <laughs> you can brew tea in the sun, but you can't brew a little piece of meat. Mm. But they say that's just like, you know, you're gambling with it there. And then meat that's undercooked uh, should never touch any other contaminated things. Like have a designated countertop space for that. If you use a fork utensil for the raw meat, once the meat is cooked, don't use that fork again to pick up the meat. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I forget sometimes. <laughs> I, feel I forget like which one's which, and I just reassign it. I'm like, uh, yes, that's the one that touched the meat. Okay, well, do not do that. And then Carly Pierce is sharing that she was bullied quite a bit in high school. She even had two really mean nicknames, Shrek and Heifer. And she says that she's able to laugh about it now because the same girls that used to pick on her now show up at her shows wearing her merch, and some of them have even paid for meet and greets. <laughs> Okay. So that's how you get back at your bully? Yeah, become you, a country you, star? You sing. You have a great time. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Is anything ever positive happened to her? Like, I don't ever hear her being no. like, this stuff rocks. It's always like, a dude did me wrong. A bully bullied me. And listen, that comes from me. And so that's saying a lot. But yeah, she makes good songs, though. So maybe maybe we need her to keep having bad days. Yeah, I don't know. currently on tour with Kenny Chesney. And oh. she was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry last year. So. Okay, there you go. Well. Happy stuff happening. Th- there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 11-year-old Carter Dorley. He's a surfer from New Jersey, right? And he loves to surf. Well, during the pandemic, he was super bored. He said, I'm just going to surf every day, see what happens. He's been surfing every single day, and he is up to 750 days of straight surfing. And he wants to get to 1,000 because people now that are watching him do this, they're starting to raise money for charities. Every day he surfs more and more. He's raising money for surf aid, save the children, local animal rescue, and a local food pantry. He's like, hey, I'm going to hit 1,000 days of straight surfing, bruh. What's his name? Carter. Okay, Carter, if you're listening, don't forget your homework. Sounds like maybe you could be neglecting your schoolwork. Bruh, he probably does the homework and then goes surf, Uh, bruh. Cool, bruh. Okay, so good. (laughs) Other than that, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's an 11-year-old who's found something that he loves. I have suggested to my wife that I get on Twitch and play video games and raise money for charity all the time. All right, and what did she say? She's like, 
You can just donate. She's like, Carter, <laughs> do your homework. She's like, you, you. I said, what if I got on and said, hey, we're raising money for an animal shelter and I'm going to play NBA 2K until we were. She's like, that is, that's interesting. Or we could just donate and you can hang out with our dogs. Yeah, it'd be super cute if you were 11. That's funny. Uh, so but you're 42. But I think I'll probably do something like that at some point. And I was only using it to play more video games. I'll be honest with you. Right, right, right. It wasn't even about the charity. Connor's, let's be real. Connor's probably liking to surf every day, too. Hey, but good for him. He's found yeah. a way. He's able to give back. And he's 11. What you guys didn't see is every time Eddie would say the word surfer, he would do the hang loose hands That's right. in the studio. That's right, bro. It just kind of happens, you know, when you yeah. talk about surfing or hanging loose. That was you, right? Yeah, totally, bro. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.